You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Is there like a music that's... Well, welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? Derek, we're with our friends over at Addie's Wine and Liquor, and we are enjoying some fantastic three-quart bourbon. So we're going to be sipping this throughout the interview, but let's start with introductions. Sipping, chugging, you know. Yeah, it'll be tough. (laughs) It'll be tough to sip. I agree. But we'll start with introductions for our listeners, and then uh, we'll dive right into everything. You want to introduce yourself? I was like, is this where I introduce myself? I just love my voice on this thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm uh, Madeline Hall. I run Buffalo Food Slut. Um, And uh, if older people walk by my pop-ups, I say BFS brand or Buffalo Food Scene, you know, to keep it safe. Um, It is a clothing line that helps out local restaurants and essential workers. So... I started it all during these difficult times to raise awareness for local restaurants going through a hard time, and I just couldn't be happier with outcomes. I mean, I was doing pop-ups left and right, and people were coming, and it really, the first ones I was doing was fatty beers, and people were just coming and coming there, and it was making fatty beers had some of the same sales they would on a Saturday night. Really? Yeah, I mean, I had like the first few pop-ups, I had like 75, 100 people come, and um, just the more that my Instagram uh, grows, it's a great platform mm-hmm. for restaurants um, to post on there, tag me, and I even have a free link on my website. If you hashtag Buffalo Food Slut or BFS Apparel, you go right on my website. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to do everything to help out the restaurants, and the clothing line um, really helped out that. And I mean, it's really cozy, and some of the Buffalo Bills players have my stuff now, so things are happening. That's sweet. So what does a pop-up mean to you? Like, How, how do you make these pop-ups um because i have the food blog it's very um very nice i reach out to local restaurants or they reach out to me and they say 
hey, you know, we would love you to come here and do a pop-up. And I bring my ring light. Um, and I take bomb photos of all their food, put it on blast on my Instagram, usually interview the restaurant owners. Um, I bring my clothes, and I just kind of sit up there, and I am not just like a, a pushy saleswoman. I kind of just sit there. I go around and ask people how the food is before I say anything about me having my clothes over there. But most of the people know who I am at this point, and people in Buffalo love supporting Buffalo people. Absolutely. And then they feel my stuff, and they're like, ooh. And I was like, I know. so when did you start selling clothes because you didn't always right no i started the food blog like a year and a half two years ago um when i came home from one of my trips i i go backpacking every year um for like three months two months where at um i just did mexico for a month the year before that i did south africa then i did three months before i did china vietnam laos and thailand um i did new zealand uh colombia twice cuba like Scotland, lots of Canada, lots of Mexico. I'm like, did I get them all? I've been to like 10 places so far. What's your favorite so far? Oh, so there's like New Zealand is like backpacking is legal there. Open container in Queenstown till 11 o'clock and everyone just drinks and like plays music in the street and it's the adventure capital of the world. So I went bungeeing, I went canyoning and I ran into a girl I went to high school with. What? Walking down the street, I take one wrong turn to go to this cookie shop because these cookies were like so good. And I look at my friend and I said, "Um, no one else has hair like that. I said, I think that's my friend Devin Bonner. And my friend's like, I know you know everyone, but we're in New Zealand. I'm like, Devin? She turns around. I'm like, what are you doing here? She's like, oh, I was in Australia. And then I just dipped over to New Zealand for the weekend. And the crazy part is, is when I was in Thailand, I ran into my friend Ryan Monolopoulos, who's now a super successful movie director in Atlanta. And then in Cuba, I ran into girls that I ran into California the year before. Colombia, I ran into a kid from Buffalo. Like, Buffalo people were everywhere. Do you think that it's just easy to point them out because normally they're always wearing Bills gear? No, my friend in Thailand was dressed up as a freaking pirate because him and his friends just got done. They were like filming for King Kong in Vietnam mm-hmm. um, and they dipped over there and they were just doing a whole video of traveling and they wanted, they like, they're both like black belts and they had these nunchucks and they were like in the water dressed up as pirates, like just doing weird things. And I was like, from a distance, I look at the, my friend who I'm talking about is my ex. And so he traveled with me a lot. And I just look at him and I'm like, I think that's my friend Ryan. He's like, this shit again. And I was like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but what you were asking me with the food blog is I came back from one of my trips. And I was like, you know what? My Mama Mads page, which is more like health, wellness, yoga, um, I was like, I don't want people to get confused because the food slip part of me, when people called me that in college, and I throw these dinner parties, I do like epic meals. Like, and I'm a huge surf and turf fan. And I don't, I wanted something different. And I was like, well, everyone always called me food slut. And it was my ongoing joke that I was a food slut. And I was like, Buffalo food slut. Because if you're from Buffalo, I mean, aren't you guys food sluts? Yeah. 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 In a sense, absolutely. Yeah. Burgers, chicken wings, pizza. I mean, we're home of the finger foods, right? Right. Yeah. So I just was like, you know what? I'm going to start my own. And it just kind of like blew up. People, I have people come into when I was, um, I was bartending at 500 Pearl, like Patrick's Rooftop, WXYZ. And people would come in and they're talking to me and they're like, aren't you Buffalo Food Slut? And I'm like, aren't you from Chicago? <laughs> and, and they're like, oh yeah, but we typed it on Instagram, Buffalo Food, to follow an Instagram sure. account. 
And we saw all these different accounts, but then we saw a slut at the end of it with a girl with big boobs eating a chicken wing, which is clearly not me, but it's a cartoon image of myself, you know? And uh, they're like, so we knew that this girl knew where to, you know, get down and eat food. And so then it blew up. And then I was like, you know what? I really want to brand this food blog, but I didn't want to be just a company that gets T-shirts and like puts a buffalo on it, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm not like a... I'm not like artistic, so it's not like I was going to put like creative artwork on it. But I was like, I'm about material and everyone was obsessed with certain brands. And I was like, you know what? If I can do something like that for half the price and raise money for local restaurants and essential workers, I was like, done. It took me a while and lots of money to figure everything out. But now I'm just like, I have an office and my landlord is um, Macy's Pizza. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, Nick. And it's, you know how hard it is opening the windows on a nice summer no. day? And Couldn't then even you imagine. just smell. And I'm like, are you, I'll text him and I'm like, are you cooking Nashville hot chicken wings right now? He's like, yes, yeah, someone just put an order of 50 of them in. And I'm like, damn it. Or when they're just baking all the dough and you can smell it rising, like, it's ridiculous. With their massive dough hook in the back? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that thing's amazing. Did you guys do the podcast at there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would you do it in the back room? No, we did it in the front. And then we all Just sat kind of like. After hours? No. It was. During the It was right, it was before, right before they yeah. opened. Oh, okay. So we sat. And looked at Genesee Street, and then we were all just like next to each other in a line, and we just broke out about pizza. Yo, Genesee Street is hysterical. Like, yeah, the, there's some wild things that happen. Wild things that happen, wild people, and at least once or twice a week, someone is driving with a flat tire. And the one, the one last week, the guy had a huge truck with flat tire with like these kind of mics on who must his radio must have not been working so i don't think he knew it was going on and all of a sudden my building like is like shaking because it's like a huge truck and i look out the window and i'm like you've got to be kidding me like it, all you heard was i'm like you can't make this up no so when did you start blogging and what was that process like where you're like i just want to do this now um, like, I started the, like, food slut page. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, just, like, your passion like for the, food in general. Like, where oh, did that start? Uh, She's, when like, I, middle school, home <laughs> Yeah. Well, I do come from a family of five. I'm one of five. Four girls, one boy. And um, my mom always needed help in the kitchen. And I don't know. Like, I, they called me the giving tree um, and the wild child at the same time. And I loved helping my mom cook. I loved learning everything about it. And she was loves doing like her barbecue burgers her meatloaf lasagna um and loved chicken and like loved a good steak too and cheesy mashed potatoes that's that's my jam (sighs) but like not the um like not mashed potatoes but they're like cut up potatoes Mm -hmm. and then you put the cheese and then do you know the cornflakes that you put on top o'brien's potatoes yes yes no where did you grow up I was like, I don't know if that's it's, a West Seneca South Buffalo it's, recipe. No, but. it's it's an Irish South Buffalo thing, which my family's from. And then we moved and, yeah, I, I bounced. Okay, there yeah. you go. So, South Buffalo, that's where I'm originally from. I went to St. Ambrose. Um, Solid. But started cooking with my mom. And then I went to college and I never dormed. Uh, I was maybe going to get an eating pass, and I went on campus one day. I had an apartment right on West Sullivan. My freshman year, I used to throw wild parties. Um, at which college? At Buff State. Okay. But all my friends went to Canisius from high school, and I didn't really meet any well, people. Did you yeah. go there or something? No. Oh. Was bougie Canisius yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, a bunch <laughs> of my friends went there, and I didn't know anyone really at Buff State yet. So 
Um, but my sister went there. So it would be my sister was two years older than me and we lived together. So she would have her friends. My brother was still in high school. He would have his friends. And then I would have all my friends that like went to all the local colleges. And I had an attic that was just insane. And we just used to have wild parties. But anyways, um, when we would cook, I would be host of, I had the, I was a freshman with a huge apartment with a nice kitchen. Right. I hosted all the dinner parties and we called it what the fuck's in the fridge. Hmm. This entails you grabbing whatever the hell you had in your dorm room, parents' house, anything. People were showing up with like two, like a loaf of like stale bread, I think a corn, uh, almost moldy potato, <laughs> and like I just cooked. It was like top or chef, chef, yeah, yeah, or yeah. chopped, 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 yeah, chopped is like do you watch? Oh, I watch it all the time. My favorite. I know how to cook cow tongue now, and apparently it smokes. It tastes like smoked ham because of that show. Really? Oh, yeah. I know how to clean an octopus because of that show. I mean, it teaches you things. But everyone would just come over, and I would just be like the head honcho. I always had my sous chef, Natalie. Love that girl. Um, my friend Jackson was good. My friend Marvin was good. And we just, like, chopped up a bunch of food. And I had a huge grill on my front porch, too, and I was a sophomore. And so my house was always the dinner party house. We did burger nights. One time, we, our friend Marvin got a deep fryer. We deep fried bananas, Oreos. Like, we were just putting any shrimp, like, anything we can. Um, and then I was bartending for a long time. And one of my regulars came in. He was like, hey. My wife and I got a divorce. She lives like five blocks down from me, and my kids keep on staying there because she cooks food and I don't. And he just was always complaining about it, you know, asking me like maybe if he should go here. Like, you know, I suggested the one time I'm like, maybe go to 95 Nutrition, just get like some pulled pork mm-hmm. or something. Like, if that'll help you out, or, you know, go to Wegmans, get pre made. And then I was like, you know what? I'm a pretty damn good cook here. And so I just offered him, I laid my price down, and I was like, I will cook for you everything at my house, and you just pick it up. Mm. And he did that. And then he would ask me if um, his mom was coming into town, if I would just prepare a bunch of stuff that he would just have to throw in the oven. And sometimes I did little dinner parties for him. And it was, like, so awesome. And then I did it for, like, two years and laid low a little bit on the bartending and did that more. And then I started bartending again. And the money with bartending, man, you know, sometimes you got a crazy night. And I was working at 500 Pearl and it just, it was the first summer it opened. Mm -hmm. So it was Mm -hmm. just, it was wild. So Um, that's why you stopped personal chefing? Yeah. And then I recently then, um, a few, like a year ago, I met Chef Darian and his wife and they were like, let's get together and let's, you know, make some magic. And we started doing a little bit of work together and he came over my parents' house because they were in Grand Pool and we did this like huge barbecue in my parents' house. And then they asked me to come join them at the Conway um, birthday party event where I filmed a bunch of stuff on live, just ran some food out, did some stuff. So I'm just always leaving like, and then I just cooked for, um, uh, another uh, important guy, but I'll leave him. He likes to be quiet. But um, no I'm free just, shout outs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm just leaving it all open now. You know, I decided not to go back to bartending. BFS is my full time job. Mm-hmm. And days like this, where you guys texted me, what, like, I was on vacation, and then I was like, yeah, and then I was like, when I get back from vacation, text me, and we set this up. Like, I want to be able to do things like this. Sure. I am like an outgoing, talkative person and like i just want to keep doing this yeah so transitioning that from like a passion and doing this stuff just for fun to a legitimate business what was that process like where you're 
I want to legitimize this business. I want to start having my own business, being my own boss. What was that process like? Oh my God. Do you know how many times I like, and I'm a strong person. I had my days of meltdowns. You know, no one would know, you know, and uh, just at nighttime, and I don't really sit there and pray and be like, oh Jesus, you know, <laughs> I'm just like somebody out there who's listening, please tell me if this is a good idea, you know. Um, but I had awesome, I have one of my friends who um, runs Butt Ends, um, do you know that the when you have a hockey stick instead mm-hmm. of taping it, he owns a company here and he started it from the ground up and now he's his own boss. You know, he's 36. He gave me so much amazing free advice, things that I just didn't know where to get my LLC, didn't know what kind of website to use, what kind of ship um, shipping do I use um, and legalizing it and just becoming a tax entity like and finding out all these things that you have to do right. was insane. And it took a while, but I was like, you know what? You just got to kind of go with it. And I'm like, if I did this for five years and had to switch to something else, at least I tried. Sure. Because I was, I was the biggest person. I'm going to get my yoga license. I'm going to be a health coach. Sure. And I would like look into all the stuff you had to do for it. And I was like, nah. So did you just go all into this or did you have a full-time job or part-time job outside of it? Well, I was doing the chefing and then I was gotcha. okay. I was bartending yep. like 70 hours a week Damn. but then when everything slowed down it was a blessing in disguise for me and a lot of other people I got to I mean you guys probably went so hard on this mm-hmm. like as soon as everything was like I went open like let's go um, and I just was so excited to finally I had all these materials you know laid out on the table I had all these books I needed to look at and all these different people I needed to contact and I'm like I couldn't I was like trying to look on it and like on Monday and Tuesday because when you bartend those are like your days off sure. but those are your days that you want to sleep or if it's nice out and someone invites you on a boat you're going right. to go on the boat Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so then I finally got to slow down and my parents were like let's just do it you know and then my dad and mom they were just like we're fully invested in you after I got my first set of pants 77 of them the day that I got laid off of work the day that that Monday that all the bars shut down, sure. I got laid off, and I was like, "What am I gonna do?" And I remember sitting down, and my dad goes, "He doesn't throw me the box because it was so heavy, but he was like, you got a lot of money there, and it's time to start working.'" And in three days, I sold seventy-seven pants. Really? And he was just like, "Oh, okay." And then I just, you know, I straight up just asked him. I was like, "You know, can I have a loan for this amount of money? I believe in myself." And took out a loan from him, paid him back in 11 days. And he was just like, okay, like now let's get going. And then I put Instagram, which is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I was getting this huge order in and I was like, I cannot do this in, at my house anymore. I was mm-hmm. like, this is crazy. And um, I put on Instagram, you know, hey, does anyone have space available? Any restaurants that aren't using their banquet rooms? And then Nick messaged mm-hmm. me. I don't have much, but I got this office right next to my, you know, the pizza place if you want to come check it out. And I was like, I walked in and I was like, yep, I'm in. And like I said, it's very hard because I smell pizza all the time, but it's great. My clothes might smell pizza once in a while. I don't know. Yeah, but still, I mean, cheers to hard work. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's awesome because awesome. we, we had the same conversation where we're, we just kind of looked at each other like, should we, how should we navigate it? And then we took about 12 seconds and then nodded and we're like, let's push. And then we just pushed through the entire year. And then we just kept growing and growing because the same thing. People were trying to figure out either a content to like look forward to or something consistent. And with clothes, everybody wants nice, comfortable clothes. They do. And especially because 
randomly people were getting money from all over the place it was like why not buy a nice pair of clothes to help support other small businesses and it was just that kind of whole push of let's just keep supporting buffalo buffalo support buffalo and then Mm -hmm. it just blew up into this whole thing so that's awesome that's a really cool story um, i even made buffalo strong t-shirts um just like a limited edition one and i loved it i didn't see really anyone else doing it and i did like some pillows i did it off of um wait you make pillows well, I, I did. I did some pillows. Yeah, we'll talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> I got a guy. But, you know, I just was trying to do anything to, mm-hmm. like, raise money, do anything, get my name out there. Yeah. And end up working. And I, I laughed because I did such a limited edition just to, like, see how it would go. And my little sisters, they just always will text me, I didn't know you'd made this. I didn't know you did this. And I'm like, man of all secrets, you know? So who did your logo? Was that your... Oh yeah, 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 and I, um, my uncle owns South Buffalo Marketing um, Company, and he's got this amazing uh, graphic designer and himself, and he even makes—I don't know if you guys have ever seen my Instagram, but I have this pop-up of myself. Have you seen it? It's like a six-foot cutout of myself. Oh really? Oh yeah, and it is hysterical. My parents gave it to me for Christmas. My uncle makes them, and for everyone's birthday in the family, if it's your fiftieth, if it's you know your some big birthday, we get a cutout of you. And we That's did one awesome. for my grandpa for his like 80th, but we got a cutout of him as a three-year-old boy, like the size oh and height <laughs> of what he actually was. They went in my grandma's books and they saw like you know what he weighed, his height when he was like younger. But anyways, they my mom got me a cutout version of myself, five foot seven, and. My parents got it two weeks before Christmas, and they just kept stick, scaring each other. My mom would put it in the shower, so my dad turned on the shower, opened up the curtain. I was there, you know, down in the laundry room. Oh, goodness. But, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but my uncle helps me <laughs> a lot with the with the graphic design and all that kind of stuff. Like my logo of the girl eating the chicken wing with yeah, the down her boobs. Yep. I know, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I had, like, there was a Bud Light thing going on when I was younger where they had a Bud Light cutout of a NASCAR driver that they sponsored. Yes. So we would put that all around the house too and just scare the hell out of my si- my sister. My little sister time. has a Justin Bieber one. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. We used to have heyday when I lived there. I mean if someone made one of Zac Efron I wouldn't necessarily be scared. <laughs> I might sweat a little bit but those I are I think he's pretty reasons. short too so like it probably wouldn't be that tall. Is he short? Yeah I think so. I think that's like him and then who's the other super hot actor that's like ends up being really tiny? Brad Pitt? Yeah. Right? I think he's like 5'2". And the guy from Game of Thrones. You ever see his hands? They're so tiny. Which one? I I didn't know any of that. John, the main guy. Like Jon Snow? Jon Snow. He's like 5 foot. Really? Just look at his hands next this time. This is so depressing. We need alpha mouths that are yeah, just yeah. like <laughs> six to I'm just 20. like staring because I'm like, oh, he's hot. And then, you know, I'm just like, ooh. And then I find out. Yeah, you out can't even wear heels. Nope. Like, how's That's that why they work? always have him in like the big jackets. He makes him look so big. But a camera adds 10 pounds. But clearly, I don't know. Not 10 inches. Not, I know. not our cameras. <laughs> <laughs> not our cameras. <laughs> so you, when you started this, you then wanted to donate to small businesses or yep. small restaurants. What was that thought process like and why did or what business did you choose at first? Um, well, first of it was me, like when I first did the uh, pop-up at Fatty Beers. Um, and then, you know, it was just supposed to be like a one-time thing. And then when I talked to D-Ray and Nick and I talked to the owners and they said their sales increased 20 to 30% just on that Tuesday. Um, and then, you know, they were kind of like, could you come back? 
And I was like, yeah. And so then I did it for a month straight. And they're like, this helps us out so much. And then um, I used Tyron Bistro, which was on Elmwood. Now she just moved to Snyder. Um, and what I do to support them is I place huge orders through the restaurants and, you know, say that their bill's like 200 bucks. I give them a lot more than that, you know, a, a check on top of that and give them a chance to talk about their company and Again, I'm posting it all on my Instagram that has like, you know, 14,000 followers. And that's a big platform in Buffalo, you know, for restaurant owners. And then we go drop it off to essential workers. Um, The one that impacted me the most, you know, I've done them to Buff Gen, ECC, Mercy Hospital. But when I dropped it off to uh, UPS, and I dropped it off to UPS because so many people are USPS. It's they're like kind of the same, you know, one of those. And um, it's the one that I've used a few times because it's right next to my office. But people forget about them as essential workers. Absolutely. And when people think essential workers, right away they go to doctors and nurses, mm-hmm. which like, God bless their souls. They have been killing it. Um, but there is so many other people out there, too, that are essential workers. When I brought them food, I had on the camera the older guy that I've dealt with a few times crying. Mm. He was like, people forget about us. He's like, I have kids at home that I haven't seen. I've been working seven days a week. You know, We haven't yeah. got any no, new employees or anything. And that's the one that got me the most. And then I'm dropping off um, to... Um, is it Buff Gen? Oh, St. Joe's. St. Joe's um, next week, and I'm using Pita Gourmet. Um, I know, right? I used Isn't to it? Crush it's it's their right stuff. like on transit. Here, transit, isn't it? yeah, right across yeah. from Mighty Taco, which I also crush. Yeah, one of my friends like owns it there, and I was just and the lady gave me a list of like three different places, and I was like, Pita Gourmet was one of them because sometimes I'll ask like mm-hmm. the head honcho, like, what do you guys want? I'm not trying to drop them off like. Um, I don't want to say pizza and wings because we love pizza and wings, right. but I'm sure they I mean, get McDonald's. You could yeah, say. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I want to drop off some good stuff, and like the one I did to Buff Jen when I dropped off the curry. Like everyone, Rin told me that she was like so busy the next week, and like all these new Instagram followers, and um, you know even stuff like uh, Renew. Do you know Renew? Um, they're on Elmwood. They're not a food store, but they do all organic body washes and everything yeah. like that. And one of their employees like bought one of my sweatsuits and did this amazing photo shoot at the 716 on Elmwood. Mm. And I messaged him. I said, can I put these on my website? He's like, what? And I was like, you take nice photos, you go on my website. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't want to do the whole like photo shoot thing. I want people to just be, feel sexy and free and sure. be on there. And um, I reposted the photo from Renew. And the owner's like, I've been so busy this week with online orders. He's like, I've got 300 new followers. Like, uh, And he's just a small business on Elmwood. You know, it's trying to make a difference in the world. Like, anyone who's trying to do that, you know, like, I reach out to. I just did a free consulting the other day. This kid reached out to me, and he said, I want to start a clothing line, and I don't even know where to begin. And mm-hmm. I could have been like, Psh, you're competing with me. Right. Nah. So come to my office. He was there for like an hour and a half, and I just showed him, you know, what website platforms to use, how to use Instagram how to use this, even how to use TikTok, and sat with them and told them, you know, companies that he could work with, and he was just, like, so grateful. You know, I had someone do it for me, mm-hmm. and look where I am, and, like, I can't wait to see this kid, you know, sure, just right. go. So your clothing brand, how would you describe it? Like, what type of clothing do you normally sell? Um, leisure wear, 100%, um, like joggers. A lot of people compare my stuff to a, a Lulu. Um, and like a North Face brand, you know, the material is like extremely high quality. Um, and then it's, I call my stuff butter because I'm going to feel it. 
feel it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it feels where, like butter. Where do you get your stuff from? It's obnoxiously like comfortable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I have like a few different people that I work with. I have an off, our amazing designer that I work with. And then I have an intern that I'm going to be getting from Buff State who her and I are going to be making some magic because I'm eventually, like leisure wear is always going to be my thing, mm-hmm. but eventually people are going to be start going out to the clubs again, you know? Right. So I'm do I'm going to take a little turn um, and do some more things. And so I'm constantly just working with different people, different distributors, um, and doing everything like that because I just don't want to be the same. I just mm-hmm. want to keep on evolving and keep on changing. So what are you thinking for club, club wear? Ooh, club wear? Oh, well, more towards girls, but like I'm getting there for guys. But I do for guys have some things, maybe some golf shirts in the works. Ooh, so, yeah. Interesting. I'm hoping to get that done and before um, before like summer ends. It's something that I just like. I had so many people reach out to me and like, can you do this? Can you do that? Then I'm gonna have some stuff that you can get into the Bills game with. Um, it's hard because I can't tell too much because sure. you know there's so much competition out there in the Buffalo clothing. <laughs> um, but there's going to be just so much. I mean, I'm even, um, if you follow my Instagram, sometimes I give a little teaser. So I have underwear that says Buffalo Food Slit on it. And uh, right across the brim, and everyone's like, where can I get those? And I only made, like, a special amount. I gave them to some of my close friends, which, this is a funny, dirty story. You want to hear it? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so one of my girlfriends, Danielle, right, she texts me, and she's one of the ones who got the underwear. She goes, whenever I wear your underwear and Chris sees me in them, he fucks me in the kitchen. <laughs> and he says, we're being little sluts, little food sluts. <laughs> and I just died laughing at that text message. Before I gave her the underwear, she was always telling me anytime she wore the pants, which girls' butts in my pants. And even my one friend, he always, he has guys joggers and he has like a little touch, but he's like, my butt looks so good in these. <laughs> and even my women's joggers that are um, the long ones with ties, guys wear them to power yoga all the time. They're mm. like a super breathable, awesome material. And I didn't even realize that until one of my pop-ups, uh, three guys came up and they all start going, oh, and they're, we're going to go try these on. And I was like, maybe they're giving them to their girlfriends. And they all came out in them. And I was like, damn. They look good. I just tell the guys to like size up if they're gonna mm-hmm. do it. But um, yeah, whenever girls wear the butter pants, I mean they love sending in pics of them and their tush, and I'm not complaining. Especially brownie points if you have food in your hand. Oh, because like the photo shoot that I plan on doing that I was trying to do last year, um, but I want to do this year is everyone have it open to the public. Whoever bought like a full outfit from head to toe, come to the photo shoot. And I'm going to buy a ton of food from, like, a bunch of different restaurants and do, like, a whole photo shoot with all the restaurants. And on my website, you know, you'll see the photos, but then you'll be able to click and go onto their their website for their food. So, like, I'm just trying to triple market and help local restaurants as much as I can. Right. But, like, hot girls with food, hot guys with food. It's, it's going to be a game changer. So are you doing men's clothing too? Oh, yeah, okay. I do. Yeah, I do men's joggers, long sleeves, short sleeves. And the, they're nice short sleeves, the ones that like have like the baseball cut. Yeah. And guys that are like a little bit heavier, have a beer belly. It looks like they trimmed 10 or 15 pounds when they wear them. Um, and that's why I'm trying to do the stuff with the golf shirts and stuff like that. Like 
I have so many guys reach out to me. Can you do this? Can you do that? Um, but it's just like I have the girls down. But it's so funny because most of my demographic, it's like it's kind of half and half. Mm-hmm. But I sell to so many more women. And guys will message me. Do you have guys clothes? And I'm like, yeah, well, you just go on my website and look <laughs> on the men's part. <laughs> right. There's some good looking models. So the style design, is that a conscious like do you do a lot of research to figure out what style you want to sell? Or is it just someone else does all the, the research and it's like, we should do this? No. Uh, well, it's like half and half. Okay. Lady that I work with, she's awesome. But I notice myself like and I would only like I'm just like not a buyer. I go to my Amvets. I go to Second Chic on Elmwood and get hand-me-downs. Like I came from a big family. It's just how it's worked. Um, but then I see girls wearing stuff, and then I go online and I try to see what you know what it is. And then I'm like, you know what? Like my big thing is deep pockets. And all these pants, you guys, you guys are guys. You guys get deep pockets. Right. We get coin pockets as if we just carry around coins and phones nowadays <laughs> talking like i'm 90 years old but phones nowadays are like, like seven I'm, inches tall yeah. so you you're not gonna one? fit that i i, yeah, I have, have a galaxy I have a, note but. i don't i don't have a plus because if i go plus i'll never go back yeah like yeah, this isn't I fitting in anyone's pocket have, i wish i didn't have a plus because it, you need two hands that's why i didn't do it and i learned something crazy because like tiktok's crazy you learn stuff but this lady was like at a nail salon and they're like oh you're on your phone a lot and she's like how did you know and went like this, but right now, people's pinkies are starting to get farther because your weight of your phone and you holding it like this is completely modifying your fingers. I think That's I heard ridiculous. that, too. Like it's, it has like a weird bend in it or something. 100%. And, and if I notice, if I right now, I haven't been on my phone, so it's only like this, but like if I'm on my phone for a while, like right for a little bit, your, your finger's like this until it goes back to normal. It's tough, too, because iPhone will send you the screen time activity alert that lets you know the amount of hours you spent looking at your screen Mm -hmm. and it's so demoralizing because you're like i have to get away from this thing 100 percent. and for you it's it's almost physically impossible because literally 99 percent of your business is online i can't wait i hope that when i have this intern i have an amazing um assistant too um that i hired Alyssa um before i went on my trip this girl i threw her into the fire like i was doing everything by myself i mean i'm running Facebook, four different Instagram accounts, then started TikTok, moved into an office two weeks before Christmas, um, doing all the orderings, financials, you name it, I'm doing it. And I just am like, I can't do this. I'm like, the worst part of you, you want to love your job. Mm -hmm. And it was becoming so stressful. Right. And especially if I was doing new drops, um, like I have my... uh, have you guys seen like when my bills zip ups, mm-hmm. you know, once like I just ordered more and they came in and like I'll have another drop next week and my online orders will just be insane. And like I still have to run all these different social media platforms to the business part, you know, and accounting. And so I hired Alyssa before I went on my trip and I threw this girl into the fire. She worked like one week before I went to Tulum. And I was just like, this is how you do it. I'm going to send you all the emails. This is how you package everything. You go to this place, you drop it off. And this girl, I was like, I was supposed to be gone for a week. I ended up being gone for like a month. And she called me once. And she was just like, oh, just checking in. Everything's going. I'm like, I just like, I don't know. I've always been great work ethic. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't want to call someone. And like, especially when they're on a trip. This girl killed it. Um, and she does a ton of my shippings. She does pop-ups with me, all that kind of stuff. She ran pop-ups when I was out of town. Wow. And brought the cutout with me. So everyone was taking selfies, like as if I was there. Um, which was fun. But I hope that um, my intern that I will be getting, I hope that like eventually they can really help me run 
crazy like BFS really helped me with like new designs. I want a sewing machine like right in my office, hmm. like getting material, doing stuff. Cause like I'm working with people, like telling them drawing these ridiculous sketchings that I'm not a drawer and saying, Hey, can you make this work? Right. <laughs> you know, and have a sewing machine in my office and work with her. Um, because my, my, I love my cooking. Hmm. I love being on the gram and I got social media down. Um, but the clothes and all that kind of stuff, you know, is like, it's my charity work. Cause I just love giving back. And I always have, um, so I don't know where I was going with that, but I just like, you know, we'll have that be the BFS, but BFS apparel Instagram now turned into BFS brand. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't want to just be an apparel company. Sure. I want to do consulting for people. I want to do the personal chefing. I want to do all that kind of stuff. Otherwise I'm going to have to make 19 Instagram accounts. Right. Does it stress you out delegating to people or are you easy? Do you like delegating? Um, like when I boss people around? Yeah. Like I'll have you do this and I'm okay with it because I trust you. Like, are you that type of person? Oh yeah. Okay doing I that? give huge trust to people, but the people that I allow in my life, like, which is a lot of people, I have a lot of friends have all just been like amazing to me. Mm-hmm. And I call myself like a kitchen Nazi when I'm in the kitchen, but my true friends, like my girlfriend, Natalie, who I brought along for that dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, sometimes I'm like, you need to stir this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And she just takes direction so well because in a kitchen, you don't have time yeah, to say, tough. Hey, can you please stir this to do this can you please but she knows like i am like the most kind-hearted loving person and i just like don't even mean bone in my body so she knows it's not me being mean it's just me delicating yeah and especially when i do pop-ups too oh my god i'm just like Alyssa. like you know i'm just like men's go here the girls here go did you get that <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it back to me. she's allowed to you know she asked me questions and stuff like that but i mean it's just so funny because you just have to like in those situations you have to be fast but I kind of like being the boss mm-hmm. I always I'm the leader people tell me when I go to even music festivals I'm the one who's got the, the pole with the flag on it I'm the one directing everyone to go here I get all the meals you know packed for everyone which fun fact if you ever go to music festivals just go to like Squeeze or any like juice place and just go get a ton of pre-made smoothies in the locker mm. mason jars and juices and put them in a cooler and you're just like good to go the whole entire weekend. That's really good to know. Instead of Gatorade, I'm like a health freak. I used to be really sick when I was younger. Like when I was 23, I had SIBO. It's a Crohn's mm-hmm. disease, you know it? Mm-hmm. And um, I was supposed to get a major surgery where they removed a bunch of my intestines. I guess I didn't talk about this into the why Jesus. I became the, the more of the food slut because I had to go vegan for two years and I couldn't drink. It was either get a major surgery and they would have took a bunch out of my intestine. And then if you get that surgery again, you have to get the bag. Right. Which I don't know the fancy word for the what the bag is called. But I was 23 years old. And they were like, doctors were telling me, like, I had SIBO seven times. It kept coming back. And they're like, just get the surgery. Just get the surgery. And then I looked into it. And I'm like, well, you're going to tell me that 76% of the population then has to get the bag years down sure. the road. And so I went holistic and just went vegan for tears, didn't drink, got hydrocolon therapy, which is like a water enema off the butt, pumps out your poop. It's great. And uh, then I did that. And then when I got the okay to start like eating again, because I was like feeling so good, I just like, that's when the food slut really, I guess, took its enterprise. And that's because Mama Mads was so focused on health and wellness. And then because I went on this journey yeah. of health. So I'm like, I don't want people to get confused. So they can just follow food slut when they want to like be gross, eat a bunch of food, look at food porn. And then Mama Mads, you know, me being hippie. So that's, I guess, true where more of the food slut came out 
hard, and that's why the last few years have just been insane. So but, you don't oh, go for it. Yeah, shut up, Derek. <laughs> so that, Please, Derek. <laughs> that that honestly makes a ton of sense because I was I was doing research before this, so I could fully creeping understand on my like page. You. Oh, I was stalking. I was not. <laughs> Were you on Mama Mads too? I was on all of them. Oh, good. So I'm like, okay, how did we go from a salad with dressing basically on the side? To Macy's Place Pizzeria, no free shoutouts. Literally, just <laughs> making like a a quadruple stack pizza burrito, and you're like, "Yeah, this is both really good." I'm like, "How do you function? Like, your body must be super <laughs> mad at you." But that explains it because you literally dealt is, with this, and now you're here. Yeah. So life is all about balance, and people don't understand that moderation. Moderation yeah. hey, for breakfast. <laughs> That's how I lost all my weight is moderation. Yeah. I don't know what you're hitting me for. I'm like the poster child right now for moderation. When 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 you're living in Buffalo, you're surrounded around good food. food, great food. And like honestly, I was just in Hilton Head and I love Hilton Head. But like I was at some nice restaurants and I'm like, gotta be honest, like Hutch's is better than this. Absolutely. Like yeah. I, I'm just, you know, and I even went to this place that was called I won't shout out names and hate, but it was just this crab place. And I was like, and it was right on the waterfront where the PGA tournament, I was there when it was getting set up. It was about to play nice. in five days. Yeah. So, I mean, prime real estate for restaurants. And I'm like, this is like an olive garden or, or red lobster of like mm. this place. And why is it here? And do you guys like oysters? I can eat them. You know, oh my god, I'm an oyster slut. Um, but, <laughs> You're a food slut. Uh, yeah, so but my sense. oyster had a f- it had um, crustaceans on the outside, which like. If you're at a restaurant, you're supposed to power wash and like scrub them. Yeah, that's a no go. They're supposed to be so clean so that you don't get salt. As I'm about to eat it, a freaking little like tapewormy thing came out and no, was thank like, you. "Why are you eating me?" No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, is that what it said? Basically, yeah. but I just <laughs> it, Buffalo is just like it's ridiculous with the food scene. And if you're gonna be a restaurant in the first few weeks, you don't come out with flying colors, you fail here, mm-hmm. and it sucks. I feel so bad sometimes for restaurants because I had a great. Experience experience there but yelp and all that stuff just destroys people sometimes well not only that but we're people in buffalo don't realize how good the food here is and we talk to a lot of people from outside of the state and the three of us and they always say the food and the people is what makes buffalo buffalo however when i gotta get my train of thought because i was literally about to go on a rant about how great buffalo is but the when you start a restaurant in Buffalo, most people that are born and raised in Buffalo will tell you, why would you get in the restaurant industry? It's so cutthroat. Like, there's no way to do it. And then if you go to any, literally anywhere outside of Buffalo, they're like, it's a great business. It's such a good business model. You just cook food, give it to them, and people come back. That's really fun. So and it's I like, didn't, not even... here. Like, if you have one bad French fry, they're like, trash. Oh <laughs> and, it's like, and, then, <laughs> and then it's like one Facebook post, and then the whole place is shut down, and then the same building will have seven owners. In like twelve months. Do you know that there's like a Yelp elite? There's literally like wait, pe- there's a tier of Yelpers that are called the Yelp elite. Come on, they asked me to be one, and I was like, I maybe did like three Yelps, but my with my food blog, I don't do bad reviews. I've had one place that the food was horrendous, but their cocktails were fire. Right. So I just did their whole entire cocktails. Mm-hmm. I did not, I, you know, they asked me to come out, you know, they comp some of my stuff. Like, I wasn't trying to be like, maybe the cook was off that day. Maybe, you know, like, but their cocktails were great. But it's like, when people just sit there and they just, 
bash on a restaurant. Like, you're not a food critic on Chopped. You're not, like, to just destroy yeah. these people's lives. Right, like, like it's Uncle crazy. Bill, you don't understand how to make an egg like Gordon. <laughs> Sit down, go back, do watch ever, the bills. Like, do you ever watch, the, do you ever see those, like, memes where it's, um, it'll be like, Chef Ramsay, like, what do you think about my meal? And it'll those be are like hilarious. A, a picture of oh it. Like, yeah, and he calls them all donuts. <laughs> I die. And that's like, I hate that I just got on TikTok because today I, I didn't say I wasted, but today it took me two hours to film this little skit. Did you see it? I tagged you in it before I came here. Yes, I yeah. watched it. And it was just a typical like Buffalo girl. Like it's supposed to be April 21st. You're like, trying to get ready for the day. Yeah, trying to get ready for the day. And it's like, shave my legs, don't shave my legs. Like, am I going to wear jeans or is it like short weather? And then I'm like, oh, hair all curled. Like, am I going to go out for drinks later? Like, do I have to wear a hat? You know, like, and it's this whole video that I made on TikTok because I just woke up thinking like it was so funny. And like one day, and I will manifest it, and I will say it'll happen. But like, my dream is to have a show on Netflix called Buffalo Food Slut. There's series on Netflix, series on New York City, but like Buffalo wins awards mm-hmm. more than any of those other cities. Correct. So like, why don't we have our own show? You know? But I want someone to just follow me around in those kind of scenarios and like actually film me and like I tell them what I want and they put it together because like it took me two hours. I just figured out TikTok. It probably takes some TikToker like three minutes to make right but i mean i'm like editing all the photos putting music with it and it's just like me going outside in a sundress to find out that it's winter outside today (laughs) honestly it was a really nice edit though when you put the sunglasses down and then your whole outfit changed and then you flip the snow off and i was like wow that was that was kind of cool good he really did watch the whole thing i'm proud (laughs) i did you know yeah so then so then too i have another account i don't know if you saw that one but there's food slut usa Where's that? Oh, exactly. That's a secret one. No, it's just like... You didn't in, dig deep enough, bro. Yeah, I didn't dig... It's in one of my bios. It says like Food Slut USA, but that is the one I use when I'm backpacking, so I don't want people to get confused. Because yes, I am a Buffalo Food Slut gal that travels around, but I think if you're following it, it's you're coming to Buffalo mm-hmm. or you live in Buffalo and you want to find the food. So I didn't want people to get confused. So Food Slut USA is when I travel because I'm a usa or being a food slut. I'm probably going to follow that one yeah. my personal page because I'm I just, super into backpacking and traveling. So where you, where's, where's your favorite? My favorite place? Yeah, isn't that a hard question? It's like yeah, it's almost impossible. Exactly. So, but All right, guys, I, chill. I would say Greece. <laughs> Greece. Yeah. I was thinking about going there this year. Do it. They're open. They just opened April 19th. I'm thinking about going either in November or I usually backpack in January and February because it's the coldest here. And it'll be warm there, right? Like 75 at least? Yeah, it won't be bad. It just okay. depends on where you want to go in Greece. Like, are you thinking mainland or are you thinking want, islands? Oh, I'm a, I'm a beach gal. Well, I mean, you can have that in both. Okay, then you tell me. What's warmer? <laughs> we'll talk offline. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll also, yeah, but I'll also... There's, there's months you want to go because you want to avoid the massive tourism, which is literally like May, June, July, August. That's, oh yeah, that's nah. tour season. So I'm don't trying go. to. I just hate the winter in Buffalo, mm-hmm. and I've done the whole ski board, ski boarding. I've done. That's new. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Patent I've, pending. Yes. you heard it here first <laughs> on Shark Tank next week, which I love that show. Um, but I, uh, I just try to leave January and February. All the the restaurants kind of slow down and all that stuff. But while I was gone, I had my assistant because I was like, you know, restaurants are probably hurting right now. I had my assistant go out for lunch and dinner and my roommate, and I just would Venmo them and I'd say, hey, go to a restaurant, take a bunch of pictures, like, and go on my Instagram because mm-hmm. I'm like, I still need to be promoting sure. local restaurants while I'm traveling, which is like so funny because people would be like, how are you? 
I'm like, oh yeah, I just fly back and forth, you know. I have that F you money. Nah. <laughs> yeah, right. So do you have a strict upload schedule where you have to post at 8 a.m. every day or something like that? Or are you more No, lax? like when I'm like, definitely not. I've been trying to like learn a little bit more, you know, as like things go. But I'm just like a kind of thing like it was killing me today. I made that TikTok and it was like finished at three o'clock. And I just was like, well, technically, you're probably supposed to wait until like 4.30 when people are like getting out of work and they're like anxiously yeah. like just counting down the minutes and they're on their phone because there's, there's all these crazy like facts on it, you know. But I just put it up there because I was like, this is too funny. And it was my hard work. And sometimes if I'm bored at home and instead of watching TV or something, I'll have a bunch of photos on my phone and I'll edit them and do all the posts because like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, bye. Those are like my, I meet with my lawyers, I meet with my advisor. Those are the meeting days. And so those are days that I don't have time. And like, you just making an Instagram post. Mm-hmm. And you guys are there too. Like, it is not just a post in there. Like, you got to do 30 right. hashtags. You got to do this. I, and I'm terrible at spelling. I don't know if you guys ever caught that about me. But everyone always messaged me, you're not using the right then and then. You're not using the right though. You're not using the right too. I'm like, give yeah. it up, Karen. Yeah, the grammar Nazis. Oh, my God. Keyboard Karens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love it because, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, shit. That's totally not at all what I'm trying to say here. And that one word completely like makes a difference. Sure. But when it's like the wrong there or like the wrong two, I'm like, I you know, and I know it's one number two, but it's the two and the T. Oh, oh you know, right. sometimes it just right. gets me. I used to cheat on all my spelling tests and it uh, <laughs> just went on from there. That's it's crazy because we used to. I, honestly, I think it's just because we're very regimented in essentially everything we do. Yeah. But if it's not pre-scheduled to go live, then it's there's a routine in mm-hmm. place. And now does this go live? It's it's post edited. Okay. And so yeah. then you just will do that and then um, and, a, and a lot of that is because we sometimes interview people where they get super in the moment and they're all fired up and then all of a sudden they say something that's not public <laughs> and then we're done recording. We're like, all right, is there anything you don't want in there? Mm-hmm. And they're like you have to remove that. And we're like, sounds good. And then yeah. in like, we, you know, their interview goes live. And then a week later, they that announcement that they made on the podcast happens or it happens before this goes live. So there's always, it's just crazy. So we always just said, we'll just play it safe. We'll record. And then we typically, if it's, if it's like a huge business, we'll send them an edit. And we're like, you watch this version. Let us know if you want anything taken out. And then we'll just finish the editing from there just as like a respect and courtesy thing but it's i mean there's so many things that happen you know oh my so, god yeah i yeah. had i'm gonna i'm gonna try to tell the story without mentioning names um but just this dinner that i cooked um you know i cooked this romantic romantic dinner right and i'm like damn this guy really likes this girl and oh boy. spending money, like, you know, he's like, there's no budget, you know. I get the biggest Alaskan King Cab legs. They cost like $300. I get these fillets, and I did go to, I went to um, like the Broadway Market. Um, awesome. You guys ever go there? Oh, like, yeah. Amazing. And they had fillets out, and I was like, I'm going to go shopping. I was like, but I want a fresh one cut, you know, 12 ounces, not like the little six ounce mm-hmm. ones. I will wait. Yeah, I will sir. wait. This is like Wegmans. We can have them grab make your own sushi the, while you go shopping. Yes. Grab the machete, go in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, get that. I get all these like good truffle oils, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I make this dinner and I'm just like, wow, you know. And two, I was 
I used all this decor. I mean, I even made floating candles, you know. Good and for you. I brought my stuff from my house, and I bouquet of roses, all this stuff, and I make this romantic, romantic dinner. And then I posted all over Instagram. I mean, it was no secret. Like, I was hired through Instagram. Like, that's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like no surprise that it was all over there. And then I get a text message or a message or DM from someone, and they said, Thanks for letting me know my husband's a cheater. And I was like, ooh. And I couldn't say anything back because it was a paid dinner that I was cooking for. Woof. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, what do I do? And I mean, she just kept going on and on and messaging me. And all the woman in me wanted to do was like, I'm so sorry, like, that this happened to you. But I'm like. I'm burning the steak. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, uh, and I just, like, texted my girlfriend that was cooking with me, Natalie, and I just sent her the screenshot. I'm like, what do I even do? I'm like, I can't say anything. Because I got paid. Yeah, I just got paid. Paid, but I was just like laughing, and then you know I got a message like, "Hey, can you delete everything?" And I was like, "Why?" <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, that was like I was just like, "Of course, like this this happens." You know, I'm just doing my thing, and I have to delete all this stuff. And you know how many good TikTok videos I could have done with that shit? Right. Right. They're just like right. in it the whole entire time. But yeah, and it also doesn't help you because you're like, "This is why. This is why I can't find someone." Yeah. Uh huh. I'm sorry. Where no. do you even get Alaskan crab legs? Um, Derek, so, Derek's yeah. like, Dude, I have I'll questions. stop on my way home. Go to the Broadway Market. And on Instagram, they're called, I always tag them there, um, Broadway Market. If you, like, if you start going on Instagram, it should be like the Seafood Broadway Market okay. or something. Um, and their logo, I think, will be like a, you'll see, like, it's like a picture of like the. It's a fish. crustacean. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, in a picture in a grocery store, mm-hmm. like behind this. Yeah. Street. The glass. I'm really good with my words, um, and but they have monsters. That's when when you see videos of Chef Darian and he's got like five pound lobster tails. Oh, yeah. They're from there most of the time, and Dash mm-hmm. is too. I mean, always, always they, has prime stuff. That place is always underrated. I'm like, have you walked into Dash's? Like, do you understand that it's family owned? Hey, 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 no free shout outs. No free shout outs. However, (laughs) listen, Dash's, why don't you sit down and talk to us? All right. But, anyways, I mean, it's such a different dynamic, and they have all the things. That's every single time I'm there. Like, and it's I don't know who told me about, and it's not crazy overwhelming. No, you know, it's like, no. but it's bigger than like a normal little co op and smaller Mm -hmm. than a wing. They need to come to the South Towns. They don't have any of them. Yet? I don't think so because Northtown people don't talk to Southtown people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you th- know. that's why. Yeah, you that's know. why Southtown people don't really hear. Of well, like I was gonna say, like West Seneca, like what the hell can somebody? If you're listening, please open up a restaurant that's like fucking stellar. Right. And yeah. West Seneca, like. We go to Ebenezer Ale House. I love Ebenezer oh, Ale yeah. House. But those are our options. And it's always packed. And, you know, like, I mean, but, like, where else Have do you, you heard go? of that you new place, the- um, Standard, right? No. Where Nickel City Creek or Nickel Creek Cafe was? It's called the Standard now. Wait, Nickel Creek isn't there anymore? No, it closed down. They have really good French onion. Yeah. I mean, it was, like, divey, but, like, cool. Yeah, but this is supposed to be a steak and seafood place. It's, like, oh, nice? I think so. It looks it. All right. Okay. Yeah. I got to go then. Yeah, we'll try it out. What's it called? The Standard, I think. The Standard. I'm, yeah. I'm coming for you. All right. <laughs> there's, If you want a Pittsburgh sale, there's literally only two places. There's French Pub and Garden View. In West Seneca. I don't know where else to get. It's like you go to Garden View. <laughs> Is that your options? 
If if we're only talking West Seneca, then yeah, yes. Right. But where else do you get a Pittsburgh Wait, salad? Yeah, I was like, I don't know that. And then like, but Christie's hands down for like chicken Slovakis. Mm-hmm. Oh well, right, God, so right. good. But you should ask them. Maybe they do a special for you. Just say Buffalo Happy Hours coming. Hey, you know who we are. Yeah, throw my name out there too. <laughs> there's there's going to be a lot of collabs with the three of us, so I'm fired yeah. up for that because oh. there's. There's some things that we have well, to Well, like, do. my whole thing is, like, why aren't we, like, I want to be, like, do you guys host happy hours at bars if it wasn't the time it is right now? We were going to, and then it got shut down. So, okay. literally, the day that we were supposed to finish selling tickets, everything closed down. Yeah, because yeah. I, um, I worked, too, with um, an awesome company called Rochester A-List, and they do, like, happy hour events and stuff like that in Buffalo or in Rochester. Mm-hmm. And they um, came to Buffalo and did one. So if they ever did one, I would want have them come, too. They're just this awesome best friends that do mm-hmm. it. But they bring people from Rochester. Oh, cool. So cool. which is so nice. You're just marketing with people that – and so many people from Rochester get do weekends here in Buffalo. Like Yes, because, because Rochester, Rochester people are – basically at the point where they hate Rochester and they yeah. want something new so they come so to they Buffalo it's like the big city when I was working at 500 I would just die oh my god so many times I'm from Rochester I'm from Rochester we got the night here we got the night here and I'm just like you guys really like is there nothing to do over there like what's going on it also doesn't help the crime rate in the city of Rochester is unbelievably high do you know, so yeah. did you, wait did you guys ever see my video that kind of went viral on TikTok of the girl eating the chicken wing off my ass come on no. if you creeped you had to see that one I stalked, but I didn't like creep, creep awkwardly. I was doing informative research informative so I can understand. Informative research. The, the... Come on, if you see a tush. But it was at <laughs> Dos Amigos. It was at Dos Amigos and my friend Olivia. I just met her, like maybe the day before. Yeah. And we're at Dos Amigos. And I look at her and I was like, would you eat a chicken wing off my ass with blue cheese? And she goes, <clears throat> sure. And I was just like, okay. And I gave my phone, my phone to Tyler. And it was just, I put blue cheese in my bun. She's just dunking. She's like this hot, you know, redhead. She's dunking uh, chicken wing off my butt. And then I put it on TikTok. And then, like, one day it got, like, 350,000 views. But the comments, man, were so funny. But what I was talking about, like, TikTok's crazy. Like, there's haters on Instagram that, like, oh, my God, if you, next question you guys ask me, ask about getting roasted on, on Instagram once, okay? You have? Oh, wait till I tell you. Okay. Um, so, and I can't wait now because it's like in the clear a few months later. So I'm like, I'm ready to tell my side of the story. Um, <laughs> but the um, the video, oh, people are just like crazy on there because those are just complete strangers, mm-hmm. you know, that like found it. And they're just like, people obviously were saying like, Bill's Mafia, you know, oh my God, like, is that blue cheese, you know, <laughs> dirty guys. Um, and then, <laughs> And someone else said a bunch of other stuff. But then people were like, do you know the crime rate is so bad in Buffalo? Do you know that it's one of the poorest countries in America? Like, people are just throwing out these crazy statistics. And I was like, are you guys living in a basement? Most likely. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. I don't feel unsafe. At all. Buffalo. No. Yeah. I mean, it's like, don't be an idiot in any city. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, anytime that I'm, like, walking home from the bar by myself, like, I went to Buff State. Good Bar was and Coles were like my staple, mm-hmm. and I lived on Abbotsford, which is like five blocks away, mm-hmm. right off Forest. I walked home every single night. Do you guys remember Sly? Yes. 
Do you, the do homeless uh, homeless guy on Elmwood. I was never downtown. Really? Yeah. yeah well, Did you live in a basement too? Yeah, kind of. Is your wife named Karen? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Derek, Derek is slightly privileged, but and, <laughs> what does that mean? I lived in Elmwood. Okay. So when I I would always go to Forrest and Grant for the liquor store because I was supporting my buddy, and I'm like, okay, so at like seven thirty, I have to wrap up my life here. I'm going back north. Like, I'm not, I'm just going to stay away. Yep. Just because you you also understand as a human being where you kind of fit. I don't fit there. Yep. So I'm just avoiding that area. That's common sense. If it's past 730 and I have to get something, I'm going to Amherst Liquors, which is literally owned by Weegmans. Yep. Not a sponsor. So. I was like, what's a week? Yeah. Hence, hence the, the mispronunciation. So I would go there for whatever and then just drive home. Um, you know, to um, Elmwood Village and then whatever. Yeah. But it's just so, it's such a different dynamic down there. And if you're a good bar, you're fine. Like, yeah. there's a dude at the door who's literally a mountain of a, a human mountain. being. <laughs> like, he's 6'6, 280, 340 range and Baited? he's like you're not getting in and you're like whatever you say can I pay your rent That's like <laughs> sorry for bothering you they didn't let me in so like I tried going in classic when I was underage good bar was like if you got into good bar underage which like you never could like good for you but it didn't happen and like I had my sister's freaking passport I was like I'm I was like 19 at the time I was like I'm good I got all of her backups like I'm getting into good bar tonight and he's like why do you have a passport (laughs) and he looks at it and he goes this isn't you and just throws it in the street and a car almost runs it over while there was a foot of snow because it was probably April yeah and I was apparently I was just like are you kidding me and so when it was my 21st birthday and I went in there I had like 17 people like, and we went in early, you know, to get a good spot at the bar. I'm like, oh my God, we go in. He goes, mm, you think I'm going to let you in on your 21st birthday? Do you remember when you tried to give me that passport once and it wasn't you? You can come in tomorrow, but you can't come in tonight. Wow. <gasps> Savage. Savage. <laughs> and now him and I are like great friends and he, you know, now he doesn't need my ID to get in. But I just was like dying laughing because I was just like, I mean, I was totally like, he, they take it so serious. They're me. just like, yo, I'm not trying to pay no fine. I'm like, I get it. But like, we just went to 5 million other places where I could get an underage. And I mean, my sis- I was 16 years old. My sister was a freshman. She lived to the White House right next to, um, uh, what is the hot dog place that's right next to Cole's right now? Um, oh, God. Louise. Yes, right? thank you. Louise, there's a White House right next to it. My sister was 18. She also had a, her apartment her freshman year, and I would go visit her at 16. I'd take down my minivan, and Stop. I would go hang out. Oh, yeah, I had a minivan <laughs> that I used to have to, like, jumpstart all the time. <laughs> I didn't know complaints, you know? My parents gave it to me, and I was like, woo, cruising in the city, going down all the one-ways, not oh. knowing it's one-ways. People are no, beeping at way. me, going like this, and I'm like, Ooh, peace sign. <laughs> You're like, it is a one way. It's my way. Yeah. And I just was like, dying. I used to just go down there and go visit her all the time. But I just like what we were saying about, you know, like I just left because I just would walk by myself and do everything. So when people were roasted on TikTok and I just loved people's comments back, just, you know, just fighting my own battles yeah. for it. So roasted on Instagram. Oh, you ready yeah, for this? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So did, what happened? What was the post that essentially did you ask yeah, to set get it roasted? Up. Oh, fuck no. Okay. <laughs> I my roommate wakes me up at ten thirty in the morning on a Sunday, right? Sundays for resting or brunch. Mm-hmm. 
And she wakes rested. Yes. And then she wakes me up at like 10 30 in the morning. She's like, she's like this hot blonde, curly hair. She's a therapist. And she's like, let's go out for brunch. The sun's out. Like, I'm feeling it. You know, that's like, this is what happens sometimes. And, <laughs> and she comes in my room and she's like, let's go out for brunch. And I was like, oh. And then she's like, let's go to Roost. And I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, oh, I've gone there so many times for brunch. I was like, the food blog means something different, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, is there a place? And she's like, well, I already made us reservations. Courtney's coming. Like, we're making it a thing. You know, we're getting all dressed up. And I was like, okay, fine. Dress up. Let's go. And so, and Bruce is amazing. He's like Michelin stars. He's worked with great people. And so I go there. And it the night before, do you guys know the whole debacle would happen? Mm-mm. Exactly, because it was pish posh. He <clears throat> posts a picture. Um, it was a cartoon of Tony the Tiger fucking coma from behind. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, we know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So he posted apparently on Saturday night, right? I was doing my own thing Saturday night. I wasn't seeing what that was going on. And I go out for brunch, but I still don't know anything that's going on because when you get the menu, he changed the menu because people were mad about it. So it was rainbows and butterflies. So I posted the picture of the menu, did my thing. They even had that, like, have you been in there? Mm-mm. They have, Mm-mm. like, cool velvet curtains, and I, like, took a slow-mo of, like, me getting out of the curtain. And, like, obviously his food is, like, beautiful, so I'm taking all these photos of it, all that kind of stuff. Then we're just out brunching for the rest of the day. So I didn't even look at my phone. Because, like, my friends know when they're hanging out with me, like, yes, my business is on social media, but, like, my time is my time Mm. with you. I'll tap a photo, put it away, but, like, I am not sitting on my phone the whole entire time. So then I get home, and I'm like, ooh, 87 messages. I was like, people must have liked my, my, my brunch today. And people were just roasting me they were like how dare you go to roost after he um portrays himself as the worst restaurant owner you're um homophobic um what was the other thing you're homophobic um oh i agree with rape culture because that photo looked at and my mom goes you know what maybe tony the tiger was a girl huh because now mr potato head isn't mr potato head he's potato head so who's to say tony the tiger Tony, I have a girlfriend named Tony. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like he had Como has boxers on. He's got a smile. And like Tony Tiger's got a, It's not like he was like crying in the photo. Like if you're going to call that rape, like make the photo way worse than that. Right, yeah. You know, like was it distasteful? I mean, for sure. You're like it's a menu, yeah. whatever. But like his video that he posted when he um, moved on to Niagara Street was a girl half naked with pasta all over pouring herself in pasta. Like. The sign for the bathroom is um, a uh, hot dog bun, so it looks like a girl's mm-hmm. vagina. The um, yeah, the guy's bathroom is a banana with two apples. Like he has mm-hmm. Barbie heads in a vase. Like he's strange. Like you know, and his brother, it's extremely gay. And everyone was like, he's so homophobic. And then the um, gay community in Buffalo did like a tweet, and they were just like, hey, like we're not looking at this photo. I don't know who's speaking for us, right. but. <laughs> we didn't look at that photo and think that. And people were tell- people were making comments saying, like, let's see how many people we get to unfollow Buffalo Food Slut. And then some girl made a timeline of my travels because she- me traveling during everything mm-hmm. and just made, like, a timeline. I mean, people were just eating me alive and not letting me talk at all. And I'm just like, first of all, didn't know what was happening. Second of all, I'm a food blog, and I'm just here to take photos of good food. Right. And you're going to try to cancel a restaurant 
owner who's been going through the most difficult time of his life and you're sitting there trying to literally petition it to get closed. I'm like, and people were just sending me the, the nastiest things ever. And, and so, it didn't bother you? Oh my God, no, I cried for like three days. I was like okay. in an emotional uproar. I was like, yeah. is my business gonna fail? Am I, and I was just about to do a huge drop that uh, next Monday. And I was like, this is it. This is where my business fails. And then I had my roommate, who's the therapist, and everyone else. So many people didn't even know mm-hmm. that it happened. You know, I was like, you didn't, I mean, I was on Twitter, p- people are on Facebook, people are on Instagram, I mean, just destroying me. And I'm like, I, and then my girlfriend made a comment, you know, all these, there was 120 comments of just people just eating me alive. And then people started fighting my battles for me, which was awesome because I started mm-hmm. to say stuff, but then anything I said, like my aunt, right. who's a lawyer and she's a human rights activist lawyer, so she deals with crazy stuff. And she's just like, don't say anything because you're just going to feel the fire. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped saying anything. And then people were just like, you know what? And then someone was like, all she does is post photos of her dropping off food to hospitals. <laughs> Oh my God, heaven forbid. <laughs> I was like, what? I yeah. was like, so I'm a bad person. And everyone's right. like, she's just trying to get brownie points. And then someone didn't even know. And then people then, at one point, then someone went off to say, oh yeah, and she's racist. And then people were like, uh, do you not watch any of her food videos or see all the people and see her friends that she hangs out with? Like, what? Like, people were just creating these crazy stories. And I was an emotional wreck for like three days, you know, trying to put a smile on. I didn't post anything on the internet because I just was like, mm-hmm. if I post anything right now, then it was, um, it was like Black History Month or something. And so then I post something that someone tagged me in and it was like, where to shop local with a swipe up because mm-hmm. I can do a swipe up with all the businesses. And people were like, now she's just trying to make up for that. Like, it was the craziest thing I've ever had to deal with. It's and so annoying. guess what? Roost is still busy as all hell. And, you know, I love it. He got interviewed and he was just like, look, like I'm an artist and I just feel like I've been really, really harassed and like everything by Como and everything. So he's like, I'm just mad. And that's my interpretation of artwork. And you know, it's like, you don't, I can look at a painting of a mountain and say, that's absolutely beautiful. And you can say, Oh my God, that looks like a woman's curves and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's what people have to understand too, is that the online culture is not nearly what's representative in the community. Like the people that you're fighting with online are not your neighbor. And your neighbor will continue to support that small business because they know that that's what matters. And this online community of cancel culture is just something so stupid that isn't a reflection of the overall community. It's just these stupid people that want to dig and do research for no reason. And it's tough to understand, too, what's real and what's like fiction between an actual live person that's a human being and a bot. And it's just like this massive no understanding of what's actually real. There's no sense of reality on the internet. It just seems like like people were... An account and a comment that's awful. And then it's just like all these words actually impact like me down to my soul because all I'm trying to do is do something good. My girls asked me to go to brunch, so I'm going to be with the girls. I had no idea. Like, Yeah, and people were just like... And people were like... You're supporting him. You're still not saying that you, you're wrong for going. And I'm just like, look, I'm a food blog. And I went out and like, people were just going off about this and off. And they, people were asking me to, to post more about certain situations that are going on right now in the world. And I said, I'm a food blog. People want to go to your page to get away from it. A hundred percent. Thank you. That's like yes. exactly it. And that's what I was telling people. I said, 
you know, I'm like, people use it. And I have people reach out to me that they I make them smile every single mm-hmm. day. I have out-of-towners telling how happy. I have people tell me really intimate stories about how I've changed their life and how I've motivated them to start a business, to do all this kind of stuff. So, like, just because I don't post, I'm just not a political person. Mm-hmm. My parents aren't. My siblings aren't. Like, we don't sit there. Like, some families sit there. Who'd you vote for? Who this and that? Can you believe this is going on? And that's just not our family. Mm-hmm. Like, we are just lovers, and we talk about happy stuff. And like, I want people to go on there and say, see happy things, you know? Sure. So that being said, what are your social media accounts? You, you have like 47,000 of them, I guess, but your, your main one's BFS. Yes. So, so there's the Buffalo food slut, BFS brand, uh, food slut USA, and then mama meds, M O M M A D S. And the reason why it's not M A M A is because I told you I was a terrible speller, right? You had a typo. Oh, yeah. When I was Come in high school, on. everyone called me Mama Mads because I drove a minivan. I used to pick all their asses up, drive them to all the parties. And I just like, and the, the one kid and I dated in high school, he was obsessed with bodybuilding. So he didn't like to drink. And he would just drive the van and we took out all the seats every weekend, put like 15, 17 people in there, go to Bill's games. And so I got the nickname Mama Mads. And I just assumed Mama, like, mom and then you put an a at the end of it so forever that's what i thought it was and now i'm just like stuck with it and so people come up to me like mama mads because they're like don't know how to pronounce it <laughs> and i'm like yep you that's can't make awesome. this shit up that's so amazing you also have a website too right yeah uh bfs apparel 716.com and you can order all your apparel through there oh yeah do you have a link to like the places that you've visited or oh yeah like so that? if you go on my website there's um the wellness you know it's like me being sick where you can go get hydrocolon therapy overcoming illness then there's the apparel and then there's um the food part and i literally break it down to like you know best place to get oysters in mm. buffalo romantic dinners um you know seafood or uh you know lakefront like you just go on there and there's I don't know. It's like a huge long thing, and you can type it in, in my search engine, and you'll like the oysters part will pop hmm. up. Um, and I, you know, it's so funny because everyone's like clothing, food blog, you know. But I'm like, food and fashion doesn't it go hand mm-hmm. in hand? We and two, like when I go out to eat, I just like to be comfortable. Right. So right. here I am, like when I wherever I go out to eat next, which like. I'm like, I was thinking since this is considered Williamsville where we are, right? Yes, it's Billville. But like, where's the main strip of Williamsville? Is it far from here? It's Main, main Street. Street. And it's not that far from here. Okay. No, it's just right up the road a little bit. Yeah. I love, um, I love Cher. Um, they have, they message me today and they have, I, all these restaurants message me when they have scallops on their menu. Cause I don't know. What's your guys' favorite food? Scallops is one of mine. Okay. Yeah. Pizza. Pizza? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, cause you're not that close to Macy's. Like where else do you go? Picasso's oh, yeah. is literally right around the corner. Oh my corner god, did me. you watch when Dave Yes, um, Portnoy? Yeah, 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 when he did it yeah. at Picasso's like he loved, and then the one time when he came to the Bills game, he had that guy like make that pizza that was out of that like file cabinet. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> when anyone famous comes to Buffalo, we're like, oh! <laughs> right? Like people in New York City are probably just like, Oh, Batman's being filmed again, Spider-Man, like exactly. nothing. And you we're know? like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the 33. <laughs> Wait, like, lock it down. <laughs> do you guys know that Paramount? Studios is going on Niagara mm-hmm. Street. Yes. What? Yeah, it's huge. How many sweet. girls in Buffalo slash guys do you think are going to dress up dapper all summer mm-hmm. and just walk up and down and try to get that role? Like, just Buffalo to be people an extra. are hungry. Do you remember that they were talking about? 
doing um, an MTV show here. Yeah. Like years ago. I don't know what ended up happening to it, but people were losing their mind. Like for weeks straight, people were all dressed up like obnoxious with like hair extensions, makeup, like trying to just like get a part in yeah. the extra. Like, don't get me wrong. I want to have my own TV show, but like it's going to be, you know, me, this swearing and a whole lot of unedited versions for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so is that next step for you? Like what? what is the next step? What's coming down the, the line for you? Yeah. Her next step is well, having yeah. her next yeah, milestone. I love it. I love like it, her though. next milestone that she's aiming for. She keeps oh. talking about this TV show. So I'm assuming Netflix is already on speed dial. Hey, you know, I have some friends that are actually, I was just mentioning my friend, um, Ryan Monolopoulos and he is just like he's my motivating you know, motivator him and I were in high school together and your your friend that's your graphic designer mm-hmm. he'll tell you like I don't know if you ever did TV but our TV broadcasting show was so amazing in high school I mean sports and weather I was on cable I did cable club which I was like actually at home like you could click channel 17 and I would be on mm. there and it just prepared you for all this stuff and like Ryan was so amazing when we was in, when he was in high school and then I didn't see him for years because he went to UB film school then he was in New York City then he was in Berlin and then he moved to Atlanta and then we ran into him in Thailand and I'm like what are you doing and he's like doing all this stuff and he was just working on the set of Spider-Man um, doing all that kind of stuff and he's uh, hopefully going to be um, getting approved to like film this movie and he is like working with like all these he worked with people from avatar and so like he is my motivation that like someone from buffalo Mm -hmm. you know can make it and this kid i swear i'm like do you sleep at night he i I talked to him the other days oh i'm i'm about to fly a plane i'm taking um pilot license two weeks ago oh i'm driving over here because i'm going to carolina i'm gonna learn how to sail i'm gonna do this like he wants to use every sector of his brain to get that going and that's lately the past few months i've been trying i'm not a warning person Mm -hmm. every job i've ever worked at has been bartending or serving and i don't need to wake up until at least 10 30 11 o'clock right and now i'm trying to get that set in of just you know, I started off at like 9.15. Now I'm at, you know, 8.30. And I want to do it earlier than that to just get my day started, mm-hmm. to get so much going. Because your motivation, especially after you like work out, I do power yoga in Elmwood. Oh, my God, it's hell, but amazing. Um, but just to get those creations going, because I'm like, you can't stop. Like, And I'm a big believer if you like manifest anything and if you really put your heart to it, like, you know how many times I bought all these sweatsuits? How, did you guys see any of my photos of like these oversized sweatsuits? I did. They're crack. Like they're just. <laughs> oh my goodness. They they are. They're the best things. And everyone, I'll never forget. I did um I did a pop up at Hartman's, and I did a pop up there, and then I um I went over to my ex's house. We're still like awesome good friends. He was even my he was my ex fiance to be honest. And it took a while, but now him and I are like so cool. And he's texting me. He him and his friends came to my pop up. They all support hmm. me. FS because they love it because it's cozy as hell and go to their house and I'm wearing my sweatsuit along with my other girlfriend who's wearing the sweatsuit and then everyone's like didn't you just have a pop-up I'm like yeah they're like it was a Bills game so there was like 15 of us at the house watching the game and they're like do you still have the sweatsuits in your car and I was like yeah and then they're like go bring them out I literally did a pop-up in the middle of the living room 
everyone, all 15 people ended up being in sweatsuits. Do you know that three days before that, I was talking to my friend on the phone and I was like, I'm so nervous. I spent so much money on these sweatsuits because they're crazy thick. Mm -hmm. They were my most expensive purchase. Um, and you know, I spent so much money on these things and I don't think I'm going to sell them. They came in three weeks late. Um, I, you know, and then we kept hitting those random dates where it was like 65 and sunny, but then snowed the next day. Mm -hmm. But I was like, Oh, we're getting ready. Like, and I just was like, Oh my God, I'm a failure. You know, like, what am I going to do? This is thousands of dollars that are just going to sit here until next winter. Right. And my friends were just like, friend that I was talking to, you know, and my roommate just was like, stop, like, stop saying that you're not going to like, then if you don't think you're going to sound that you need to push yourself harder, you need to do more pop ups, you need to do get yourself out there more. Guess what? Right now, I have like maybe three in my office, nice. <laughs> you know, but it was so scary. And you deal with those kind of things when you're starting your own business, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're gonna have, it's my girlfriend, she started hers. She does social media marketing. She was a yoga instructor and does all this stuff, builds websites. But, like, she posted a picture one day, and it's, like, life and entrepreneur, and it's just like this. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Oh, yeah. It's all over the place. All over the place because it's so hard because it's, like, I, me not going back to bartending was a very hard decision. Mm -hmm. And I loved where I worked, you know. And it was just – I just – you know what it was is like I need those and I, I told them I was like if I come back I can maybe work one maybe two days a week but I basically have to be on call like if I know I'm going to be in Buffalo for a month like I can tell you like mm -hmm. I'll work this day but like my life's so spontaneous like what if I was working this Wednesday right. for this and then I went down in South Carolina I went to Hilton Head for two weeks um a few weeks ago and I met some people that own Bill's Bars down there you know mm -hmm. what I mean like mm -hmm. I network I'm such my dad. He used to um, do radio stations. He did communications. He worked with um, Ross. What's the guy? Ross? Al Ross. Um, yeah, worked with him when yep. he was younger. And just worked with all these important people doing raw. And uh, so I get a lot of my personality from him. Mm -hmm. But it's just, yeah, you, you're going to have your ups and downs. And I got to tell anyone, like, if you think about starting a business and you're really passionate about it, like, you're going to have your days that suck, especially when you have to get into the legal part of it. Oh, yeah. Like, man, I wish you could do things, like, off the books, you know? Like, but you just, like, have to do all this stuff. Like, I didn't even know with, like, the tax season, some of these things I was supposed to file out. Oh, I got a $150 fine. You know what I mean? Then I'm just like, oh, that sucks. You know? But now I know. Now I can teach someone that you got to pay this tax, you know? Right. We could probably talk for four more hours, I know. but we're, we're already we're, over we're an hour. Fired so. Are we? I'm like, yeah. I know. We're, I got nowhere to go. So you guys, you guys tell me. I got my well, three chords. I'm anything, like, right? Yeah, this three chord bourbon is fantastic. Wait, I want to ask you guys. Sure, some shit. go for it. Cut. So, like, my question is, like, I mean, bars are back open, and like, why aren't we gonna do? Like, when are we gonna do our first like Buffalo happy hour? Because like, you know, I'm game. I'll do the pop up. We'll get some happy hour specials. All mm -hmm. like, you guys give me the go, and like, I'm down. Summer's like here. People Absolutely. Are, and two like. The networking, like people need that right now. Like I used to go to all these networking events and I loved them. That's like Buffalo has this guy who does um, like happy hour, like not even happy hours, they're coffee shop meetings. And I used to, I had to stand in front of 50 people and say that I'm Buffalo food slut. Everyone else was like 45 to like about to die. Yeah. And I'm like, everyone was like, huh? And, but I realized that people were like sex sells and the name's genius, you know? But um, back to what I was asking you, like, when are you guys ready to do that? Is there some, like, things you got to do? What? Oh, no, we're good to go. We just got to get, like, a place. I mean, we have a bunch of places that would be do willing to do it. 
We just got to hammer down details. We're We've been it, so busy lately too, well, because that, we still work full time. Also, oh yeah, so, so we're, you're at M and T, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm in commercial and HVAC. Okay, for like industrial places on top of it. So it's what yeah, we need to do is get the venue that we already worked with to give us the go ahead to go back, and then what we could do is do our first collab there, and then from there keep wherever. promoting buffalo yeah. wherever oh so, yeah i mean people yeah. are just obsessed i mean you put happy hour in it like you can do like a monthly happy hour thing because uh, everybody wants to go out every month yeah 100 yeah. percent. but i think it'd be too um mad fun um i'm trying to think like you know how there's um this would be like after a few of the happy hours but like an outside like yoga like happy hour slash like dog event like people <laughs> oh, yeah. did it at like um people didn't do it but like you know, is it LaS- not LaSalle Park? Um, but LaSalle Park does have dog parks. But um, Walkin, oh. Walkins well, Point, Watkins Glen, Watkins. No, no, um, it's it's at the Outer Harbor. Yeah, oh. you're oh, okay. I gotcha. It's like Walkins Point. Canal side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but there's a dog beach there, and yep. like Labatt came the one time and threw like a Labatt race, and like I had a team with me called like the Puppy Dub Scrubs or something. It was all my friends from college, and like you literally, we had to flip tires, we had to like do slip and slide. It was a big event, but like I don't know, it was working out, and like we drank beer. There's a beer tent, and like dogs were welcome. Yeah. Just saying. Like, we could get crazy with this. And we will. Yeah. We'll talk offline. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you very much for your time today. We really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Go follow her Instagram and all of her accounts. Buffalo, a food, a salat. Don't be scared to say it. (laughs) There you go. Thank you, everybody, for joining, and thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details